Welcome to Melanated Magic 963. I have a question. Have you ever considered starting your own podcast? If so, Anchor FM is the way to go. They have an unbelievable, totally unbelievable app called Anchor FM. The coolest thing about this app, it's completely free. This is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. So convenient, right? Anchor FM will also distribute your podcast to other places so it can be heard on Apple, Spotify, and so many other places. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is just everything in one location. So cousins, let's do this. Hi, welcome back to Melanated Magic 963. I'm your host, Anya. And today we have a special guest named Dwayne. And we're continuing our journey into the series of Time Capsule to to just have a recording of what people's thought process was during that time how they lived their life what were what was the thoughts going through their heads in their heart how they moved this way or that way or how you know how they felt about it all and you know just their own personal journey and it can look so different from everybody else's and that's okay and that is allowed and I am so thrilled and honored to hear about Dwayne's story. And how are you, Dwayne? I'm doing good. How are you, Anya? Awesome. So I wanted to ask you some questions about your life and what led you to this point. You know, you are it. And we'll... um it'll unfold to the audience what we're talking about but um how 20 2019 and and before 2019 how was your life during that time 2019 well i'm gonna go before what happened before 2019 i say by 2016 i was in a state of depression and um suicidal and I had a lot going on in my life where things weren't clicking I was in a state of negativity because I was out of a job and then I had pressure coming in like oh I need to do this my family said oh you need to get a job you need to do that and from that time I was um just in a state of confusion lost so I took it on myself that okay let me go you know I purchased something from a friend and it was um, marijuana so it was my first time taking it so I took a tea I put it in um, I boil it and I brew it I ate the leaves and I drink the tea so from there, like my whole reality broke. I was in a state of confusion. I heard voices, 
things was coming up. My body was getting hot and I was going literally going crazy. I think I was dying. So I didn't know what was happening to my body. So I was pacing back and forth when I had this tea in the house. And then I had someone just tell me to go outside. I went outside. And the moment I had my foot on the ground, I know that this um, reaction from the weed calmed down, but I was in a state of panic again. And then I said, okay, let me call 911. And I was, my heart was beating and I was paranoid. So they called it, um, the fire truck, the ambulance. They came, they relieved me. Then I went into the hospital. They gave me some um, IV, but I was still not myself. So from that little bit of time, I was in a hospital. This lady, there was this cleaning lady cleaning. I was in, I don't know if you guys have watched, what you call watch, um, Get Out. Um, Get Out is, uh, you know, like where the guy, he was in a sunken place. And that's how I felt. I was in a sunken place. I wasn't in my body. I was there, but something took over that split second when that cleaning lady was there and I spoke something in tongues. I don't know what I was saying to that lady, but all I know that when she told me, uh, she like literally prayed, say in the name of Jesus. And I like kind of, my hands are shook and I say, amen. Right. So, uh, after recovering from the hospital, I saw the cleaning lady and I thank her for what she did when she like literally pray. But after the fact, I went home those two weeks, well, a few weeks I had what you call, um, the dark night of the soul. I had uneasy, but when I realized that weed, it did something, it literally, um, it purged those unwanted feelings that I had. So I had to tell myself, you know, I can't be in a state of negativity. So I took it on myself to say, okay, I'm gonna uh, do fasting. But this is like, well, two years, or the yeah, two years after the 2016, which will let to 2018. So I did fasting, three days, three days fast, liquid. So I juice. And um, I would kind I juice and then I um, I bed I meditate I pray, and on the third day when I meditate and pray, a whole reality like this was like in my house. I sit down, I was comfortable, and I was talking to my higher self. I didn't like it's like I haven't done it before. I didn't I never done this before. It's like. I was connecting. It's like I was connected to my higher conscious, myself, the God within me. So when I was praying, I'm like, my head froze. I got scared. I didn't know what was happening when my head froze. I don't know, I felt an energy so powerful came right down, descending to my head, to my body, and it went down my spine. I felt so energetic. At the same time, I didn't have no carnal mind and I couldn't eat. I didn't, I mean, I couldn't think of no like food. I didn't want to eat or nothing. It's like I was in a state of purity, like pure. I'm like, wow. 
And at that time, I wanted money to like purchase something, buy something, you know, because I didn't have money. I manifest money that same exact day. And it's real. So I was moving. I was like ready to go. Something just tell me. All right. So I want, I said, okay, let me try the lottery. I bought the lottery. The number came. I happy. I want some money. So I was good. And the day after I had this experience, I woke up with like a little bit of, I think I was going crazy, like psychosis. I paced. My mom was in the house. She was sleeping. I got up early in the morning, though. It was like five. So I like twirl. I couldn't get a hold of myself. I didn't know what was going on in my body. So something with the energy that descended was purging off that negative that I was feeling because it was clearing me, it was purging me of the unwanted feelings, the unwanted stuff that I was thinking. So I didn't realize what this, I didn't know what this energy was. So it was, it was strong. So I got, went crazy and then I said, okay, let me go. Let me go look at my book. I look in the Bible, look at the passage. I said, okay, it calmed down. I'm like, whoa, it was so scary that time. So 2019 came, got a job, things were going. But I was questioning the universe. I was asking the universe almost every day for things to like, you know, come into my life. I said, I want things better. And I was just talking to myself, talking, talking to the universe, talking. And as I talked to the universe, that's when things started changing. So COVID, I believe that happened uh, 2020. So 2019, and um, I went through like a serial, let's say 2020. Uh, let's just start with 2020, trying to remember the date, May. I had a few dreams. This was in uh, April. So 2020, um, I had a dream about uh, like it was Jesus, but everything was golden. The whole world was golden. And uh, sky, everybody was like on their knees. And it was a very powerful thing. This was like a premonition, though, that I had a vision. It was quick. And when I saw, when I was in that vision, that uh, vision, I saw like Jesus and everything was golden. The world was different. And I didn't know what I was seeing. The whole world was changed. But I kind of see what right now, what it might have been 5D, the new earth. But um, as I got up from that vision, I felt a whole very strong feeling in my body. I'm like, whoa, wow. I'm like, man. And this energy was working on me throughout the years. And I didn't know it was purging me. As the year, as the month go by, I was going through a series of steps. There's different levels that you have to go when the Kundalini purges you. It's just not like a one-time thing. You go through a process. And as today, I'm still going through a process. So after that dream, a week after or two, I had a dream of a black anaconda. It was a black, yellow anaconda snake. And in the background, I was hearing this sound. It was like, ooh. It was like a meditative sound. And 
I didn't know what it was, but it felt like it was a warning. Then the following week or two, that's when I got sick with the virus, the COVID. And I wasn't myself. Things were coming to my mind. And I told myself I need to get closer to God. I need to get connected to nature. So as I was going through that uh, COVID, uh, and I think, and the thing is, uh, I should have mentioned too that 2019, I didn't put in an index. I, and I'll jump a little bit ahead. I was overindulging in porn. That I should have mentioned. I was indulging in porn. This is before I had the vision. 2019, I was indulging in porn. And um, second, um, sure. When you have the vision, what year? I mean. What month and year was that with the vision? Oh, the vision was, um, it was on 2020 in uh, April. Okay, after um, the event happened. So you were overindulging yeah. um, in 2019. Yeah, 2019, um, yes. Yeah, I was overindulging in um, 2019 in porn, uh, masturbation. I was so, I was doing this like on the everyday, doing five, six times a day. And it was like, to a point was, it was too much. It was literally draining me of my solar energy. I didn't realize this. I didn't even realize I was doing, I was doing more, I'm doing a lot of harm than good to myself. I was just doing it. And during this time, I'm going to go back in 2019 before I go back ahead in 2020. Uh, when um, I overindulged, I was attacked by what you could know as succubus, sex demons. These things feed off of your uh, sexual energy. And when you're overindulging, these uh, carnal desires over, which I did, overly did it. They come there. And then the thing is, they attack you while you sleep. You feel this very strong sexual arousal all over your body and it's overwhelming it's very seductive and there's times where i was turning and i and when i couldn't take that feeling i was going along with that feeling because it was at the at the same time it, it felt so good but it was so wrong at the same time the whole body was just in the sensation feeling and i, I was do going, it, but you couldn't control yourself Am I, I right? Yes, I couldn't control myself. Yes. Okay. And, and um really tough on you. Yes, it was real tough. And I was just going it through it. And then when I like some of this was said, go let loose, all in all. I had this weird aura on me because that moment when I went outside, a squirrel was literally like staring at me. I don't know if it's due to my what was attached or whatever that arousal energy, that energy I was giving off, but that squirrel literally stood where it was at, didn't move, and stared at me. Usually a squirrel would run away, but it was literally staring. I didn't understand, but I, all I know when I was going out and public i had this i was weak physically but i had a 
high amount of sexual energy that's aroused around me. And due to this sexual energy was just so high and I was physically weak, those entities were feeding off of that. And um, the 2000, so as I see that 2019 after going to 2020 and that, that and I was doing it in 2022 before like around up until before I got sick with the COVID, which was in uh, May, because I got sick with COVID in May 3rd. So some tell me, I said, you know what, I want to practice. I was looking in videos before about this uh, semen retention, but I just didn't really think it was real. So I said, you know what, I tell myself I want to give it a shot while I feel better. So during my stay at home in 2020 right now, when I was sick, with this virus for like two weeks, fever, high, 104. I had a dream, and this was like day 10. I had a dream of, uh, I know it was very powerful. It was my, I believe it was my ancestor guardian angel. And they told me that they're gonna purge, it's gonna purge something out of me, it says, and the things I couldn't see their face, but they were very powerful, it was like light. They said they're gonna purge something out of me. So all I know that when I had my head bowed down, something literally screamed out of me. It yelled, left my body, and the day, and I was awoke up. My body felt light. My body felt different. Didn't understand. I'm like, wow. And my body went through a metamorphosis, a change. And um, I was told by a guy in my workplace, also by a stranger, a lady, that she felt a strong presence, a strong, I have a strong guardian angel protecting me. She said, so powerful. Guy at my workplace said the same thing. Tell me about my angel. He could feel it because he, he's with the uh, Arishas and he knows about his third eye. And he did tell me about um how to, you know, get connected. So he was giving me tips. And, uh, and those stuffs, but this was like, this was before he uh, told me, I didn't know what about, it. and then this is after the fact. But let me go, let me not, not jump too far back, lose the audience. So after that, uh, after I got up from that um, dream, that vision, I felt light in my body. So when I felt better from that sickness, some tell me to go out in nature, get connected. And that's what I wanted to do. So I let of, so I say, you know what? I'm gonna not engage in no porn, none of that, no masturbation. So I was practicing meditation. Went outside every day, barefooted on the grass. Did this legitimately every day, and because I was off, I wasn't at work that time. I had to took off about a month, up to like sixty days. And each time I did this, I noticed a change in my body. I was connecting with Mother Nature. I felt her, her presence was very powerful. And each time I was doing this, people felt my aura outside and people that were unconscious felt something change. I was giving off this energy that I never gave off before. So I was building up my solar energy each day, every day. And I kept this meditation and do my breathing exercise. I do what you call uh, energy 
um, energy, uh, full body energy, uh, orgasms. It's like where you breathe in that energy. It's called micro orbit, micro uh, orbit, where you breathe in that energy from your perineum and then from your root chakra all the way up to the higher nature. So you build, build out that, use that sexual energy and breathe it. So each time I've done this, my energy got stronger and stronger. So that day when I was home, right? after stop. My- Can you stop for a second? Sure, sure. What? I don't understand it. Like, what kind of orgasm? And it's, uh, I'm not judging. It's just that I don't, I've never heard of this. Like, so uh, you're outside and mm-hmm. you're having an orgasm? No, it's a, it's a basically, it's an energy orgasm. What is it? It's a type of full body sensation. How should I say? It's a type of energy. Instead of that energy exiting out your um, private, that energy circulates your body and heals your body. It's, it's to heal the body. Okay. It's thing for a Kundalini? Uh, kundalini, yes. Yeah, known as... Um, it's, it was talking, um, also using for a medita- tantra, but not in a sexual term. It's more of a full body of healing. Using that, because sexual energy is used to heal the body. Mm-hmm. And it's to make the person. And, and that's the thing. We, we're told to spill this energy, but instead of spilling it, you recirculate it through the whole body. So you rejuvenate the organs and your uh, body fluids and your cells. Oh, that sounds amazing. And that's what it is. And that's the thing. We are always told to, um, with our like sex, we're like with sex, sex, you know, we put a bad rep on it with this energy. Like, oh no, this is bad. You're not supposed to do that. And the thing is, you cannot overdo anything. And with this, you're circulating, you're using this energy. We're sexual beings by nature. But at the same time, this energy, we misuse it, we abuse it. Instead of abusing it, you use it for healing and use it for clarity. And this is the Kundalini comes off, it's very it's sexual in nature and it's um it's raw. And it's nature because also nature the earth itself gaia she has a kundalini as well she have the seven chakras as well in the earth because it's a living being so as she has you know her connection we have our connection as well yeah and i agree with you about how we're kind of, we are very cavalier in society about, you know, the sexual energy and they call it the sacrum and the um, sacrum uh, chakra for a reason because it's, and you can't be dismissive from that energy that you're literally close to death. So that means that you're close to, you're close to the other realm. And you're able to um, bring forth life into, you know, out of existence from that, you know? So you have to be very careful who you decide to uh, share your energy with. Exactly. I totally agree. And um, this energy, see, the thing is, 
we use it to create and when like i guess you know sometimes your family say oh you know people are ashamed to talk about it and then that's what blocks your uh, sacral chakra because you're not um you got to express that chakra the thing is if you want to open each chakra you got to express each one you got to let go let go to uh, block it so let me tell you what happened so as i was feeling energy throughout my whole body this was natural i was feeling like a tingling sensation through my back and it was like you know tickles and this is when i was on mother nature because she said it was like you know let go you know be who you are don't let people don't don't let don't be who you want don't be the person that people want you to be, be who you are, you're supposed to be, being your truth. So let me tell you the following morning after my meditation, I had no, no, no sexual, everything was meditational. I woke up, my whole body was a shiver. And this is, I know a few times I felt a electric surge like electric surge through my spine. It was like, all I know I hear is a, it's like electric. I don't know if you heard of electric, how it goes. And this was on my spine. And it was an emotion where it was wavy. And I freaked out. I just said, whoa, what's that? And then I tell my mind, if it happens again, it, I said, I'm going to let it go. So it happened. It kept going. It kept going. And it was like an electric surge going up. I let it go up and it went all the way to my neck. It stopped. And this happened over the few other days and it's still happening all this. Like I said, it's different levels to this. So when I got up, my whole body was in awe and I was in a euphoria moment. It's like I was connected to oneness. At that time, my whole body was sensation. It was a wave. It was very, it was sexual, but it was good. It was pure. It was not of that negative, like, I don't know how to say it. It's, it was in that pure state. It, they, say, they call it the, um, the orgasm of the soul or something, your whole soul. It's that oneness where that process of creation happened. And in my mind, everything was just so peaceful. And I woke up with this for 30 minutes. I had a 30 minutes full body orgasm. And I look up other testimonies of where guys actually had this when they were on this semen retention where I didn't spill my seed. And the thing is, Kundalini, she comes to you. She's divine energy, uh, feminine, divine feminine energy. She comes to you when you do not abuse your sexual nature. You, you have that nature, you build it up. And this is works for man and female. And, um, but I get that uh, down to the later. And the thing is this energy, it was just so peaceful, 30 minutes of it. And it was pleasurable at that same time, I was just in the moment. It was like I was not there, but I was in this uh, of the realm of peaceful oneness allness and when i felt that that day i um i go outside in public people looked at me and smile and i had people um for my job like what is it with you something's different about you 
I just don't know what it is. Because some people that not pick it up on their energy, but they could pick it up on it subconsciously. And those that are not aware of it, it's there. You cannot ignore this energy because everything starts with energy. As, in, as above, so below. So this energy, my aura, my auric field was so strong that people were just looking at me. And even those that were negative had to answer to that energy. Those that were negative was uncomfortable and they seek themselves away, but they were giving me this look. They can't get it. One guy was in a bad mood that I saw at the store. He looked at me and he smiled and he just said, he don't know why he just feel happy. And I was just giving off this good energy, this good vibe. It was a peaceful aura because I did, I did have an app where I check my aura. And um, I was told that my aura was like white, and um, it's it's a real thing, and that's how um, I ha- I felt I have my like little kundalini. I, I looked it up because I searched it up. I didn't know what it was, but I searched it up and it's known as that kundalini, aka different religions they call it a uh, Christian they call it Holy Spirit, um, the and like certain religions, they call it prana. They, they give it different names, but it's the same all-in-one energy. And it's raw. And the thing is, you when you have this energy, it's going to stay with you. It's there from creation, from when you were created as a, a baby within the womb. And, yes. it, and it became closed off. As we grew up in society, as you're told that this is this, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to think like this. You're not supposed to act like this. You got to be like this. You got to be of society. You got to be of now because as a kid, you're pure. Your third eye is open. And slowly, this opened my third eye. I feel energies and I know that I'm an empath. That I know. I feel I'm an empath. And with that energy that I I have, I would never was able to heal people. I noticed that if I was to wave my hand over somebody, I could heal them of pain, certain pain, illness, or whatever that they have. I did heal a few people that had one of my managers with his leg, cast with his leg. I healed that. And I guess in the two days, he was able to go into his arm get off his cast and go into his shoes. He said, I don't know what you did, but wow, you you, it's some, you did something. And um, I don't know, I'm, I have a gift and I'm still learning and building up on the gift and it gets strong as I keep my sexual energy and I don't spill it, you know? I don't spill it unless I'm gonna use it to create or manifest. And um, what else? It's just also um, this energy, it helps heal the whole body. Hold on. So, how do you create um, with your sexual energy? How do you manifest? How do um, people go about doing that? Sure, I could tell you that. Um, what you do, how you use the sexual energy is... Um, I should give you an example. People like Kevin Gates spoke about it. Uh, you know, he's a rapper. He just spoke about 
how um, semen retention, sexual energy. The thing is how you use this energy. As you build up this energy, you transmutate it. Instead of, so feel the feeling when you have that feeling of, you know, you get sexual arouse, transmutate that energy, use it into your business, transmutate it into your creativity. So you put that same, that same feeling that you feel as you're aroused, you have that same feeling. Oh, okay. If I want to make, oh, I'm going to make some money. I want to put this into my business. Use that same feeling, that same energy. So you act as if you already have it. You believe you have that feeling. You got to be in that mind, heart coherence. You got to be in that feeling and vision it. So use that energy. And ha- and the thing is, when you're on this, the sexual energy is a very powerful thing. It's used to create. Not only to create another life, you could use it in manifestation. So you draw that energy, you breathe it in. So you breathe in that energy, that feeling. Put um, Bring it up to your highest nature, to your third eye like envision it like look up and have that feeling okay i want this and just envision what you want and it will happen because i did manifest a few things with this energy that i uh, withdraw if that makes sense and um so that's how you use uh go ahead Oh, I was just saying that it makes sense. Like the sexual energy, I I don't get, but I have been able to manifest things into my reality that um that I truly wanted. So I understand what you're talking about. You have to say it with feeling. Yes, you have to say it with feeling, and um. So the thing is, right, for with like sexual, the sexual energy, right, if you have a mate, a partner, and you're with that partner, and you guys say, okay, you want to manifest, and and the thing is, you guys have to be on that same page. You have to, you both have to envision what you want, and you guys use that, and it's a form of tantra, and so part where you just interconnect you have that feeling and you guys got to be in that same frequency where you're emitting that energy to what you want and you think at that that time i say okay say if um i say for example i have a partner we want to manifest a business okay so we get in the state of okay do a meditation legs cross ground. She said she want this and I want that within the business. So we get into that state of feeling and we're gonna feel. So we're gonna be connected. So we're using our energies together to manifest that business and we envision it. And they said, we're gonna do this for at least five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, however long. And the moment you keep doing this you do this meditation it will manifest because you're putting it out in the universe so that's the thing and um also with um what i practice what you know as semen retention 
the more you hold your energy, the easier you manifest. And you have light and <clears throat> higher good beings protecting you because they see that you're on your path. And this helps you on your life purpose. A woman actually said this on YouTube. She said that for a man <clears throat> to uh, create, for a man to be on his purpose, he has to let go of all temptation and let go of um, all women. So that way he could build up solar energy. And you see, the thing is with the man, it's different with the woman because the woman already have a lot of energy. She's divine feminine. And um, the woman, she has a womb, she receive energy. And when she has a partner, like for example, she have a partner, she was to have sex with the man, she would take that energy and um, use it. And women get their energy from uh, what you know as uh, orgasms. And I remember, I don't know if you know the guy, Bobby Hemet. Do you know that guy, Bobby Hemet? Um, no, but I've heard of him. Um, tell me um, about him. Yeah, I, I looked up um, videos about him and he goes really in depth. I'm going to give you one <clears throat> case too of a video where he says, sister, um, she wants to manifest the house. So the thing is, he says she orgasmed her way to get her house. So she used her energy, her orgasm to get what she wanted. And this is where I refer to, I tell you about um, sexual energy. And this, will, and this will work too. If woman, woman could receive it from refraining refraining because I, I spoke with a woman that actually practiced you know celibacy not giving off her energy and you could uh use it and use that uh energy the orgasm to manifest what you want and going back to what is energy orgasm it's a feeling of being connected the thing is you got to be connected with your body you're in a comfortable position and you could YouTube this too. Uh, a lot of you guys who could YouTube this is type in what is energy orgasm. Just look at videos and you'll see how the person get in a state and it's real. When you get into this, your body will move in a synchrony in this part where your body will move by itself, but don't be freaked out about it. I done this and that's how the Kundalini energy moves within me to where I'm connected, you know? I'm comfortable in my body. You're expressing yourself. So I give you a tip on how to do this. So you lay on your back, flat on your back. And when you're laying flat on your back, you breathe in, you focus the energy, you focus the energy from your perineum which is your root chakra. And you vision that energy drawn up your spine, up to your head. You breathe in, you breathe out. And at the same time, it'd be good to, for you guys to see video. You rock your back, back and forth, up and down. And you keep doing this over five, 10 minutes until you feel the sensation. And you'll feel the sexual energy moving up your spine. And as it moves, your body will start to move. 
on the sun and you'll move. Don't be freaked out. When you see your body kind of moving in the rhythm, let it move because that's the uh, that's the energy of creation, the kundalini energy moving. It will move up to your chakra. And this is where healing comes in. And the thing is, um, this energy, it's life. It's powerful. And you express yourself. And you, you find some people, when they do this, they'll find themselves tearing. That they release a lot of baggage. Some had a whole bunch of trauma in their head, and that will purge out when you do this exercise. And the thing is, it's up. To, the thing is, you want to be ready. Make sure you're prepared when you do this. Don't, you know, don't like have too much. Uh, well, I should, I should say, don't <clears throat> don't go in there like, you know. Make sure you're prepared with yourself that, okay, I'm going to do this. I want to heal. You go there with a very healing mind, a healing mind state. And then that's what, and that's what you do. So this energy will move you. And I have been doing this meditation a lot, even through, um, in nature, barefoot on the grass, because nature heals you. We came from the ground, the dirt. So that's why it's good to go barefoot and you get connected with the nature and, Nature, she grounds you. And one thing, when you have this kundalini awakening energy within you and it, and it get aroused, when you arouse this energy, and there's different levels, it's not just one awakening. You go through different levels of this energy. And when you arouse it, you want to make sure you ground it because it is a time where I have so much energy. It could be overwhelming, a lot of energy. I have to go ground myself. I have to do things that keeps me grounded take a shower, do a meditation to keep myself grounded because I have so much energy. And my right now as I'm talking, I have a lot of thoughts come through my um, my head at once quick. So it's good to um, stay grounded when you have this energy. And the food, also watch the foods that you eat too. It's important and that's one thing I learned. I eat more uh, vegetables as I do this. And um, I used to eat a lot of meat, but I cut that out. The least meat I eat was uh, fish. But I eat more vegetables and I do a lot of juicing. I do juicing every day. And it's really important to, to be, the thing is be mindful of what you eat. And this energy will reject certain foods that you used to eat and you won't be able to eat it anymore. You're gonna to want to change your diet. And the thing is, the foods that I used to eat, I can't eat it. I have the food I used to eat. Uh, my my body rejects it. My body, my, I get like a stomachache because my this energy doesn't accept it. So the thing is, the shedding of your old beliefs, your old food, the food, the processed food, let the all go. You do more cooked food eat more raw vegetables, juice, and lots of water, importantly, lots of water. And um, and also with this um, energy, the kundalini. So yeah, I was in that state. So this, back to my energy. So I'm still in the practice of doing it. And the thing is, when you practice this uh, semen retention, holding your energy, you will be tested on this journey. 
it will be tested physically and on a spiritual level. And I have been tested. And there's times where I did relapse. I had a relapse. A relapse is when um, you get back into that uh, bad habit on and off. But I improve. You learn from it. The relapse is for you to learn and grow from your mistakes. It's, it's part of the healing process that you have to go through and which I've done. And I've been having my relapse here and there. I did like 60 days of no, and then had my relapse. Cause you're going to have these temptation coming in and even in a physical level, they're going to test you too. So that way they get your energy. It's all about these beings. I call them, they're, they're call them Jezebels. They've been known as Jezebel succubus. They will take your energy, especially when you're on this journey. And each time before you go to bed, you want to meditate or say a prayer before you go to bed. So that way you be protected. That way you won't have any uh, wet dreams or nocturnal. And um, this, uh, I was going to say, it's it's real. I believe that what you went through was real. And, you know, a lot of people say not to um, go into doing the kundalini, um, you know, trying to awaken your kundalini without a um, guru there to help you. Um, why Why do you think um, that is? Like, what would happen? Do you know if you're not, um, you know, prepared properly? Oh, I could tell you. Um, see, the thing is, a lot of people put uh, fear, scare tactics. And when you're a kid, your kundalini was totally active. As a child, your kundalini was like totally active. It just became clo- closed and coiled when you indulge in the s- society of the world. And they tell you to be of this certain stature, religion and stuff like that. Um, a lot of, I heard, I did hear that, okay, it's demonic. I was, to be honest, I'm not gonna, I was a person that thought it was demonic. I thought it was a counterfeit spirit. I was told this because I came from a Christian family and they told me, oh no, you don't indulge. It's, um, those are false spirits, seducing spirits. And they said that out of, because of fear, they don't know. And before Christian came onto us, this is before slavery, we were spiritual by nature. If you notice the Muslim, uh, the, the woman, the black woman in slavery, she um, she used to speak in words, tongues, and then the slave masters were used to drop dead. But they put a muzzler over her face. This is a true history speaking. So that way she wouldn't be able to teach her kids, her children, her grandchildren, the generation upon generation of what she know. And then that's how today's society we get closed down to who we are. We don't know who we are as a people. We're told that we're this by an outside source instead of going within. And and that's the problem with society. They debunk it. It's the habit they have you see things you gotta put it it's like a puzzle. You gotta put it together. Kundalini represent a fiery um like the Phoenix. 
the spirit within and that holy spirit they get in christianity they call it the holy spirit but that's the same thing christians are experiencing which is a kundalini i could tell you why as a child i remember um being in a christian household i was and the thing is i know i'm not i don't want to judge you know but uh people there's uh people that live double lives they say they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And due to their faking their spiritual, you know, faking that who they are, and when they actually have that Holy Spirit, the Kundalini awakening, it end up psychosis, it end up being too much for them because they're living double lives, they're not living their truth. And see, the thing with this energy, it's going to make you speak your truth, and it's going to release all bad things within you. And the reason that you see most people receive, have psychosis and when they had a cooling awakening, they say they see things that are hear things is because internally they weren't ready. Most of them, they weren't ready to, it was because of the old belief system that they believed the things that they uh, put their mind into the, you know, like negative or whatever things that they had. They believe that and they never think that kundalini is real because it's christians that actually have a kundalini awakening did not know what it is they a christian can have a good life do what he's doing have a kundalini awakening and think it's demonic so when you think it's demonic when it's an actual divine feminine energy purging him of his old beliefs then that's how those thought process and that's why they hear things because they don't believe they always think that's demonic so the inorganic ones, the entities, they feed off of that. And they know who's are awake and who's, and they go after those person thinking like, you know, they're having a de demonic. So that way they close off this energy and go back to their religion to where they're not open. And that's the thing about it. It's how we were taught and being programmed to think a certain way and then that program gets embedded within your mind, your DNA. And then as you have a Kundalini experience and you're not open to it, see the thing is I was open to this energy before it happened. I trust in it. And it was, that I did, like I said, I had a little bit of small psychosis because I was scared. I didn't know what, what was it, but I let it happen. I let it happen. I fasted. Remember I fasted when this happened. I did fasting and juicing. And when you fast, you cleaning your vessel, it's pure. Cause nothing evil can stay in you like when you fast and eat right. And that energy that negative energy was coming out of me and I felt it. And I believe that final one that came out, which is 2020, when I had a dream of my guardian angel, when that thing literally screamed out of me. I mean that was that certain negative whatever that was latching onto me when I was suicidal and depressed during uh, that 2016. And that's what it is. And there's no, Kundalini is not an evil thing. It's part of who you are. It's nature, it's your core essence, it's your self, it's your higher self. And those that want to arouse this energy, yes, I mean, 
be ready, make sure you be ready and be ready to shed um, beliefs, old belief systems, because it's going to awaken you to the truth. And that's why people, when they see things or they hear things, they thinking like, oh, this is demonic because they say this is not real. But remember, a kid, a, a kid could be able to see a ghost or hear or see things because they had that third eye open. That's that same connection where you have with God. And I could tell you a little story. My little niece, she was three. It was this house this old man died in, in, in our house. We, I didn't know. But we, my niece didn't know. She's three years old. She was playing with her toys in our um, living room. And guess what happened? She, she said she saw an old man with a hat smiling at her. She freaked out, went up to her mom. She didn't know what it is because she's three. Remember, she's a child. And she was able to see what we can see with the naked eye because we're closed off to that realm because we just know of this physical 3D. So she saw it and she was scared. But legitimately, that man, that was a good spirit and he wanted to play, but she didn't know what it was because she'd never seen, you know, that type. So that's the thing. When you have this, um, some people that could see, hear things, embrace in it. I'm going to say embrace in it and don't think of negative. Watch how you're thinking when you have this awakening and work with this energy. And there are people, you could also look up to people that are spiritual open that actually had their Kundalini awakening and it can help guide you too, you know? And, and the thing is, when you have these outbreaks, psychosis, that means your chakras are like unbalanced, they're purging because she's going to rise up. And the more energy accumulates, it's going to purge out everything out of your body, go through all your chakras. That could tell you, you're going to have a hell of a ride. And um, if you know the guy that played the mask, Jim Carrey, he talked about this, uh, where the story of Santa Claus come from. The claustrum, why they go to the chimney. So your spine is 33. You have 33 bones within your spine. And that's the age that Jesus died in. So the Jesus Christ that we talk about is within us, the Christ. The Christ consciousness, which is, which is within you already. You already have it within you, but you're saying it's an outside person. But yeah, there was a man that like a, what do you call it, a prophet, Jesus. But he's within you, that Christ. And when you awaken it, and this is the same thing I'm talking about, semen retention. You hold that energy, it germinates. It's, and there's a story behind it. The thing is, um, I'm going to skim through it. I don't have the story. I should have had the paper so I could explain to you, but. I'm going to give you a short version. You guys could uh, check this up. Look it up too. Christ secretion fluid. Um, what it does when it goes, it stays within a um, sacrum for like three and a half days. That's when he, he died in for like three and a half days. It rises up at, at the end of each month when there's a full moon. So when you hold that energy, when you don't um, um, abuse that sexual energy, you don't Basically, stay away from the, you know, the seven deadly sins or whatever. But when you don't um, abuse that sexual energy, you hold it. 
like for example, simmer tension, you let it rise, have that energy rise, stay there for three and a half days and it goes up to your head. And I did felt this times when I was walking, the energy that stopped at my neck shoot up to my head. When it shoot up to my head, I felt a state of, wow, happy, peaceful. And then it had no negative thoughts. I forgive. I let go of a lot of things, a lot of baggage. And it's what you call shadow work, where you let go of things. You go within. You heal from within. So that energy, and you do this each month. So if you could do this for 12 months throughout the year, you will have hell of a huge, uh, massive download, Kundalini Awaken. And I'm planning... I, like I said, I had my relapse, but I'm planning on doing this. That's what, 2022 right now, right? I'm going to do this. I'm going straight for a whole year. And I'm going to make this as a lifestyle, too. And cool. it's a powerful thing, a whole year of meditation. Don't not, I'm going to have not even one relapse within that one year. And that's the goal that I'm going for. I believe you can attain it. You something about your soul made me want to um reach out to you. I don't know what it was, but yeah, you I believe you can att attain your goal. Yeah, I get that from a lot of people. Um I think it's on a subconscious level. When my energy is real high, when it builds up high, I notice if I was if I'm speaking to a I was speaking to someone online, but it was more of typing. And the guy told me, like, something. He said, you have a lot of energy. I'm like, huh? I'm literally typing to the my friend. And he just, he don't know what it is. But subconsciously, he picked it up. Like, something, he said, it's like he could feel my energy from afar. And that's one thing I know that as an empath, I'm able to feel and make people feel good. And that's why I had to watch my, I had to protect myself at all times and watch my energy and make sure I don't fall into a negative state. And that's why I meditate and keep myself grounded at all times. Yeah, because uh, that switch on you, right? Where if you're down, you could bring other people down really bad too. So you have to always keep it um, either equilibrium or um, high. Uh, am I getting that wrong? No, you're right. You're exactly right. And there's times where I was really, when I'm at my sad, the first people could feel it. And it's not, I say, you know, I have to tell myself I have to be neutral. I want to be neutral. I said, I'm human. I'm going to have these feelings. But at the same time, I'll, I'm mindful of how I feel and what I do. And I said, okay, I'm going to, even though I have encountered you're going to encounter people that are negative, but they're going to throw, what do you call it, um, stones, fiery stones. Like I said, you're going to be tested. You're going to be tested, always tested. And it's how you react. And when you react, uh, when you don't react their way, but if you react the way that they want you to react, they take your energy. And they see you. It's um, They call it uh, gaslighting or, how should I say, energy vampires. They will want your energy. When it, and those and the thing is, people subconsciously they could see it. They see something 
is with you, but they can't understand it. And I remember having this thing with this guy. He, when I was like, I'm doing my thing, and he he looked at me. He said, "There's something, something obviously." He said, "Something's different with you, man." He said, "You all right, man?" He said, "Are you okay?" I just can't. Pick. It's like he could feel it, but he don't know what it is subconsciously. But he doesn't. I did tell him about my this energy. He don't even believe it, but he picked up on it subconsciously, rather he don't believe it or not. That's why I said, like, everything starts with energy. If you have those that don't believe, they still have to, they still, the energy, everything speaks to energy first before it becomes physical. Okay. Yeah. Give me a definition, like, um, like, what's your definition of an energy vampire? Sure. Um, energy vampire they wouldn't be known and I, I i do a track some of them sometimes but it's uh, i don't you know and they change over the course of time they're known as nars narcissists i would say like narcissists and those that um in a way trying when they try to see the light but they don't know how to get to the light in that way but they do devious things just to get your attention if that makes sense do they try to keep you down or do they try to build you up just to knock you down um sometimes they build you up to knock you down and sometimes they uh how should i say they play down your uh belief system your spirituality like to say i don't believe that because they know for example i'm gonna give you an example and I was on team of intention. This um, girl, uh, manager, girl from my job, she never felt this energy. And I said, it's my Kundalini. When you have this Kundalini active, it beams out to people and people um, feel it in different ways. She said she felt an energy in her heart and she didn't know what it is. And she said, what is wrong with you? What's going on with you? And I was, and the thing is, she, when I was telling her, okay, I do my, I do meditation. This is what I do. She downplay it. She downplayed. At first, she like, okay, she was curious. They were curious. They want to know. But when you tell them everything, and if they could find your weak point or this, they want that energy. The thing is, they want that energy. They want what you have. The thing is, everybody wants that good, the energy. And she see that, oh, it's a good energy. She say it's pure. She, at one time, she would believe it, and then the other time, she'll downplay it and say she don't believe that. But she know it's real at the same time. But it's a way of trying to put me down. So she doesn't feel... Because the thing is, when I was... It was strong. It was real powerful where she couldn't be around me. It was like, it was too much. And a few people couldn't be around me because the energy was just vibing. It, that's how, it comes off real strong. Because when you vibrate high, and then if you have those that are like vibrating low, they can't be around that. So they, that's why I say they try to throw fiery stones to bring that energy down to where they could handle you. Oh, man, they do try so hard. But if you refuse to 
to um go down that um dark road they just disappear out your life or yeah they, they do it and that's what happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and that's what that's what they don't understand that it's a trauma that they have within them that they're dealing with and they're having here with this so in a way they try to get self-gratification by putting others down and there was a time yes i was tested with my um, energy and and i did give that energy to um, a female she and the thing is when i did give that i felt my energy went low and everybody treats you different they walk see when your energy is low people walk over you they'll treat you different and it's like you're not there and that's the thing and that's why i had to protect this energy and um i learned from it and you learn to discern when you make those mistakes those relapses so as i learned from these mistakes and relapses i said okay and this is where i'm going to do this a year and and this is how I'm going to do that uh, and people like uh Elon Musk he talks about doing it uh was it Steve Jobs um Nicholas Tesla they're all men and um Mike Tyson yes and Manny Pacquiao they done that like if you know boxers how they refrain 60 to 90 days they cannot have sex before you know their fight so they hold that energy and they build that energy and they transmutate it into their boxer and that's what makes them so successful boxers if you look at that and why you think Steve Jobs successful people that harness their sexual energy and they use it for creative purposes not only to you can use it for creation for making a kid not only for making a kid for putting in your business your uh, lifestyle your And the thing is, let me tell you, when you're on senior attention, good things happen. People will like pay for you. People money will come out of nowhere. And that's what I'm saying, it's on a subconscious level and you'll be contacted, you'll be uh yeah, promotion, people will come into your life and say, "Okay, I got this." This for you things happen on senior attention. And that's why I encourage a lot boys uh boys girls men and women we're told to um you know to mat- masturbate i mean masturbations okay i'm not saying i'm not trying to say it's i'm not trying to say it's bad but like over doing it is a balance to everything everything has to have a balance but um that's why they put porn why porn is free they say sex sells they have like magazines because they take that energy they don't want society to be woken yes i agree with you there is is porn is so accessible especially for children like i'm hearing about how kids were looking at porn at around either 8 or 10 and how it it was like when they became adults like when they're 18 or 20 
they thought that um sex was supposed to be like this or that and it's kind of horrifying and that's all i want to say yeah it is um that's the thing um when kids are introduced to this at early age they won't have that creative mindset all they think is um sex sex you know this and this uh I got to release, release, release. And then we'll have the drive, the energy to do what you need to do to create, to look about the future. And this is why most of the this young generation, this next generation, some of them, not all, not all, but most, but uh, are drained of this energy. And it's a very few that practice semen retention, very few that harness the sexual energy. If you tell, I tell a few people, tell my family i tell <laughs> some people in my family get it but some people in my family friends they were like huh you crazy i cannot go one week without it two weeks no what come <laughs> on man they will laugh at they're like oh, you crazy i check this out i had someone in my job i tell someone my job i'm very open and that's how when i had my chakra read they said my heart chakra is open I'm very open. So the thing is, um, I told a guy at my job, he said he don't believe that. He ain't going to do that crap. He said, I don't believe that shit. I ain't going to do that. Low-key, he did, he did it. Low-key. Then he told me. He was comfortable enough to tell me that he did it. He said, wow, you're right. That stuff is right. He learned a lot. At the same time, this was a guy that was a narcissist. He didn't understand me. He tries to understand me. He couldn't get what me. But the thing is, he wants what I was doing. So I just said I was teaching him, but he didn't want to believe it. But low key, he was testing to see if I was real because he see something about me. He can't understand. He did it himself. So he got the results and it changed him. Then you see that I was right. And what I was telling him, man. And that's the thing. It's like people will downplay your spirituality because people haven't, done the work they haven't went through the necessary they will judge others because they haven't went through themselves they haven't find themselves they haven't no no says know that self be true to that self and when you go within yourself then that's when you bring out your gifts uh, spiritual gifts and everything and um and that's what i did i went through myself i said okay what i need to change what i need to do and i still it never ends i still do my shadow work i still do me but when other people outside judge you and they don't know you, it's because they're judging themselves. When they judge you, they judge themselves. Like I'm a reflection of you and you're a reflection of me. We're all mirrors of each other. We're all one consciousness. We're all conscious beings living in a human body experience in the avatar. So we're experiencing this vessel and this is not our true form. And that's how um when I used to, uh, when I was listening to uh what's her name um Isis wisdom about uh her um about like you know this is not our true form we, this is not our true form here this is just a vessel for our conscious soul and we also have our true spiritual form a true spiritual body our five D bodies we call it and. Yeah, it's real. This energy is, and the thing is, people will uh, 
and and people are gonna always judge you, regardless, even if you do good. You try to tell them, but you cannot like let that bother you at the same time. I don't let that side to still continue to do me, and still build me up more. So they see you through your works, and when people see you through your works, then they will follow. Those that don't believe will follow. Like I had one that didn't believe me. He see me through my works, what I was doing. Then he actually took it on himself. Okay, he's going to try it. Then he became a believer. And then that's how you get people to believe, by through your works, through the knowledge that you're putting out there, and through your action, basically through your actions. When they see, okay, this is work, and then that's how people learn and grow. You're absolutely right. You know, before um, we wrap things up, I wanted to ask you about what you stated about your coworker giving you tips on, you know, spirituality. What were some of those tips? Oh, a guy from um, my job. He was a, a older. Uh, he was a, a Hispanic guy. He told me um things. It was an older guy. He told me about um things that I was going through, about like how when I was attacked by the succubus negative entities. Like a, I felt like when I was had it pull, like someone was just trying to pull my head, pull my body. He told me tips on put a water, glass of water. You can use salt, put it underneath the bed. That would withdraw the negative energy. And he also told me about my um, ancestral altar, too, that he mentioned as well. And he said, just put you know, your great, you know, your great grandfather, your ancestor, use a brown paper bag, take a glass of water and then a white candle, and just pray and ask your ancestor what you want to manifest, you know? Basically build a relationship. And he told me about... um my he said i have like two guardian two angels and he said that they're like one was like um i know it was my lower self and the higher self fighting with each other because the lower self was trying to probably bring me to my bad nature my high nature is trying to bring me up so he said yeah there's two that's like protecting but i didn't um understand that part but he was telling me more about my um my guardian angel, my um, I have my grandmother, and then um, that's protecting me, and also a very powerful guardian angel. Basically, I have a very powerful ancestor, ancestors that are protecting me, and and this is where I'm going into the deep knowledge of going deep within myself and trying to find my heritage, you know, soul tribe, and. What else tips he gave me? I'm trying to see. Oh yeah, and um, say a prayer, meditate. So that that was pretty much it. He told me, and he did tell me um, the day uh, he said be careful when you open when you the third eye open, make sure you're ready, you know, because a lot of people that do it are not ready because they're stuck in the old belief system. You got to be open when you're doing this stuffs. And be ready and make sure your good energy are vibrating high. You're not vibrating low. Because when you're vibrating low, I want to also want to mention this. If you're doing a kundalini, 
Don't try, if you want to open your kundalini and you want to open your third eye and your mindset is very low, your vibration is low, I suggest don't do it because you will attract low negative entities that you don't want. And this is where people get that term of demonic um, things in nature. So vibe higher, have positive thoughts, then go into it, then you'll see the difference. You'll have a different experience because you're not going to attract those entities. So yeah, that was pretty much it. Thank you, Dwayne, for your time and telling us your story. You gave a lot of clarity on a lot of stuff and about um, energy orgasms. I did not know that that existed. And and about the Kundalini and what you experienced. I'm, I'm just really happy um, to have interviewed you. And people out there know that being sex is sacred and you should treat it as such and that's all i want to say thank you i thank you too can i say a few more yes I want, can i be yeah back go ahead you, you have the floor okay um that's right sex is very sacred and we should use it as such in that nature and use it and the thing is we should use our sexual energy to manifest it's your life force and the more cup the more you fill your cup up and the more you build your solar energy see the man we build our solar energy we have to build our solar energy it's it's vital <clears throat> it's what make us being a man because if we spill it we get sick i can tell you, you get sick real easily when you're low on energy and since i have built this up i haven't got sick you don't get sick. You, you don't. You're free from diseases when you have this kundalini energy. But when it's and you're unbalanced, and that's when diseases come in. And um, and the thing is, uh, when and I used to tell people, but when you tell people about energy orgasm, they're like, "Huh? What's that?" A lot of people, yeah, don't know about it, and that's why it's there. Um, you could you know, take the time when you get time, get a chance, just check it out. You'll see what it does. It uh, it we call it liberates the body, and it liberates you of like constricting. Sometimes people are ashamed or like too shy to talk about sex because of how society look at you if you're, you know, being vocal about it. And the thing is, we're all adults. We should just see that's a part of life. That's a part of creation. And that's the thing. We use sex for our lower nature. We just use it for short-term pleasures. And when you have short-term pleasure that leads to misery and suffering, you want to use it for long-term. So you want to have pleasures for long. And that's why like those that are like elevating high, you have these long-term pleasures. You want to have long-term pleasure. You don't want to have short-term. And you have a never-ending euphoria feeling. So that's why... Um, it's good to treat it, to have it um, sacral. And if you have a partner, be open to that partner. Let them know, you know, guys, females, you know, do it. And because um, uh, the man's the sun, the solar, and the uh, woman's the moon, divine feminine. And 
And, that, and that's where we came from, the womb, the energy, man and woman, from the divine feminine energy. And and that's why we should treat it. And we always discredit this energy, but it's always existed. It's always going to be within us. To be true to, like, ignore it or not. So be open and don't judge others and just, you know, we could all learn from each other and we will grow at a higher conscious level. And then the more we grow, we will reach a state of consciousness that we never thought that even existed throughout creation. So it's it's a powerful thing. So yeah, it's um, practice, try a week of not uh, spilling your energy, then build up from there. And you'll see the difference and you'll see the energy. You'll see how people treat you. People will go out their way to help you. People, other things, good news will happen. And you'll see it. And it's like, it's a positive thing. It's like, I use this as a lifestyle and to manifest things. I said, if I want to manifest this, I have to build my solar energy. So we all go off of energy first before manifesting in the physical. And it's, it's through science quantum realm manifesting the physical so yeah that's pretty much what I just want to piggyback on <laughs>